Mater Dei Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to The Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm Terry Ross, and today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, which means that within days it will be Christmas. So I've prepared a jolly program of motets and carols to welcome in the season. In doing so, I've chosen the proper for the fourth Sunday of Advent rather than the four specific ones for Christmas. The Midnight Mass, the night before, as opposed to the Christmas Vigil Mass, which is the evening before Christmas, the Mass at Dawn, or the Mass of the Day. So this proper will tie us specifically to the final week of Advent. The music will celebrate the Advent season, which officially ends on Christmas Eve, as well as Christmas Tide, beginning with Vespers on the 24th, and continuing until the baptism of Christ the week after Epiphany, which comes at the end of the 12 days of Christmas. During the first two centuries of Christianity, there was strong opposition to recognizing the birthday of Jesus, just as there had been opposition to celebrating the birth of Christian martyrs. Various church fathers abhorred what they thought of as the pagan custom of celebrating birthdays. They felt that saints and martyrs should be remembered on their death days, the days they entered into the kingdom of heaven. As for why we celebrate Christmas on December 25th, the reasons are unclear. We do know that this day was first identified as the day of Jesus' birth in A.D. 221. One theory holds that December 25 was a Christianizing of the Dies Solis Invicti Nati, day of the birth of the unconquered sun. This was a popular holiday in the pagan Roman Empire that celebrated the winter solstice. After December 25th had become established as Christ's birthday, many writers made the connection between the birth of the sun, S-U-N, and the birth of God's son, S-O-N. Another theory involves the spring equinox, which was viewed as the date of the creation of the world. The fourth day of creation, the creation of light, became the date of Jesus' conception, March 25, which we celebrate as the Feast of the Annunciation. Nine months later, therefore, became the birthday. Both of these theories, however, conflict with the early church leaders' unwillingness to appropriate pagan festivals like solstices and equinoxes for Christian celebrations. In any case, Christmas didn't get its own specific liturgy until as late as the 9th century. Now, as always in these episodes of The Glory of the Mass, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of these texts, called the proper, are particular to the day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, are the same all year long. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. And the first of these five proper texts is the introit, or entrance processional. 
After the first reading, the gradual is sung, the Alleluia follows after the second reading, then the offertory, while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for communion, and finally the communion, sung as the gifts are distributed to the congregation. We'll skip the Alleluia and offertory today in order to have room for three lovely motets. We'll also hear four parts of the Mass Ordinary for today, the Misa Queramus Cum Pastoribus, Let Us Seek the Shepherds, by the Spanish High Renaissance Master Cristobal de Morales. So let's start with our introit, which is the traditional one for the fourth Sunday of Advent, Rorate Celi de Super, Lord, fill our hearts with your love. It's sung for us in Gregorian chant by the Sistine Chapel Choir. our introit, Lord, fill our hearts with love. Now we can get started on our Mass Ordinary with the Kyrie, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, from Cristobal de Morales's Misa Queramus Cum Pastoribus, which describes the scene at the birth of Jesus. Let us seek with the shepherds the incarnate word. This will be sung for us by the Marian Consort, a British ensemble. Thank you. 
That was the Kyrie of our Mass Ordinary by Cristobal de Morales. Let's continue now with the Gloria or Greater Doxology.
That was the Gloria of Morales's Misa Queramus Cum Pastoribus. Now we'll move on to our gradual proper, Prope Es Dominus from the 144th Psalm. The Lord is close to all who call him. We'll hear this in a polyphonic arrangement by Joseph Reinberger, a 19th century composer who wrote prolifically for the church. The performers are the choir of Trinity Episcopal Church in Portland, Oregon. was the gradual for this last week of Advent, Prope Es Dominus. Before going on to the next part of the ordinary, I thought we'd try the lovely motet by Jean Mouton, a 15th and 16th century French composer who based this piece on the same text as today's Mass Ordinary, Queramus Cum Pastoribus. Let us seek with the shepherds the incarnate word. Here again are the Marian consort.
We've heard the motet Queramos Cum Pastoribus by Jean Mouton. We come now to the spiritual midpoint of the Mass, the Nicene Creed. But in the interest of time, we'll skip this and go on to the Sanctus, the Holy, 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 of Signor Morales' Mass. Again, the performers are the Marian Consort.
was the Sanctus from today's Mass, the Misa Quiramus Cum Pastoribus. During the Benedictus portion of the Sanctus, the celebrating priest will have finished blessing the gifts, and now he and the congregation say the Our Father. This gives us an opportunity to offer another motet. This one is called, like our Mass Ordinary and the earlier piece by Jean Mouton, Quiramus Cum Pastoribus. The composer is Annibale Stabile, an Italian of the 16th century who may have studied with Palestrina in Rome. His music is not unlike Palestrina's, although less complex in its counterpoint. The singers are the Marian consort.
That was a motet by the seldom-heard Annibale Stabile, a 16th-century Italian composer. And this brings us to the final part of the Mass Ordinary, the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God. Again, it's the music of Cristobal de Morales and the Marian Consort.
With that on you today, we've come to the very last official bit of music of the Mass, the communion proper. Its text today is Ecce Virgo Concipiet, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, from the book of Isaiah. Here we can sample Signor Morales' style as a composer of motets. The performers are the Bremen Weser Renaissance. was our communion proper for today. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And now, before we sign off, here's an extra treat, another motet by Morales. Pastores dicite quid nam vidistis. Whom did you see, shepherds? Say, tell us.
Once again, it's the Marian Consort.
And with that motet of Cristobal de Morales, Pastores Dicites, we'll close this Christmas program of music suited to the birth of Jesus. I hope you've enjoyed this program of Sacred Polyphony Gregorian Chant, and I hope you'll tune in next week for our program of music for the Autive of Christmas and the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon.